You are listening to Time to Revive. This show is designed to help you get the confidence to share your faith in everyday life. The music in the background is Revival from Third Day. My name is Angie. I'm your host today, and I have in the studio with me Mr. Mark Bird. He is with Revive Ohio. Hello. Hello, Angie. Time to get into God's Word once again. We are in a series right now talking about our identity and who we are in Christ. We started there, the words in Christ. How do we live in Christ? And then last week we talked about adoption. Boy, that was a rich conversation. Now, Mark, I want to turn the tables and say, how do we take this newfound identity that we have and how do we take it outside of where we are to the next generation or to more people? How do we share our faith? And that's what it boils down to, Angie. Of course, that's the theme of our whole program is sharing that good news, right? Sharing the gospel. And part of the gospel, part of the good news is the inheritance that we all have because we are in Christ, because we have this inheritance that God granted to us through Christ. And so today we want to start into Ephesians uh, in chapter one to begin with, right? And we're going to start with uh, verses 13 and 14. In him, you also trusted after you heard the word of faith, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. And so there's a few things here that I'd love to highlight and just chat about for a minute, Angie, before we move on and talk about this for, for first of all, in verse 13 there, we were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. When we trusted in Christ, when we accepted the gift offered, he seals us Mm. with the Holy Spirit of promise because Jesus promised the Holy Spirit to his disciples, right? He Mm -hmm. said, if if you follow me, I'm going to go away then eventually, and I'm going to send you another comfort. I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. So he has sealed us with that. Who is the, and this is my favorite part of this passage. He is the guarantee of our inheritance. Hmm. It's the guarantee. So there's the guarantee of our inheritance. That's what we talked about last week, right? Yeah, but let's talk about what a guarantee actually is in today's terms. If God gave you a guarantee, would you believe it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and that's the per- the deal. You know, we're used to worldly guarantees. And so our right? mind always goes to that because of what we know. So the guarantee and maybe a contract is that if you fulfill your side, they'll fulfill their side, right? Yeah. So you're guaranteed. You know it's going to happen. You have the confidence to be able to stand on that guarantee because you're holding it to them. Yeah. And that's in writing. Well, guess what? We have it all in writing as well. (laughs) We do. And my favorite part of this, and as we look into this, it's the guarantee of the Holy Spirit, right? He gives us his Holy Spirit to seal us Mm. and say, this is the promise that I've told you about. And I'm going to give you this as my seal, my guarantee, the Holy Spirit will live in you, which is the spirit that lives in God is the spirit that lives in us. Mm. Yeah. First Corinthians chapter two. But that's for another day. (laughs) Yeah. But that is until the redemption of the purchased possession. Now explain that one to me. Yeah, because that's how God sees us. We started off talking about that. We see ourselves one way in a, in a physical mirror. God sees us in Christ, in his son. And so we are the purchased 
possession. So Jesus purchased our lives. So we are now God's. We belong to him. Ah, okay. You see that? Yeah. Which I love that because to the praise of his glory. So our lives, we talk about this, should be to the praise of his glory. Yeah. What are we here for? That's it. To the praise of his glory. And I think that's what we're eventually going today, right, Angie? It might be. (laughs) Yeah. So I think we can move on now to Ephesians chapter three. And what's that got? It's the verses 11 and 12. And I'm going to read the New Living Translation. This was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. Wow. So we have this guarantee. We have this confidence that we can have so we can be bold in confidence. Here's what I like to say about this one. If I've been given the authority as a manager, if I'm given the authority to be able to tell this employee to do this or this employee to do that, or maybe I'm even an officer in the army and I have been given the authority to be able to do these things, I can confidently say, hey, I need you to do this and know that it's going to get done. Correct? Yes. And so Jesus has given us this authority because of our faith in him that now we can boldly and confidently not only enter into God's presence, but be able to stand in front of everyone else and say, this is what I have. Right. This is the Jesus I have. This is the Jesus I carry. And it's good for you too. So I think that this is really is key to going out and sharing our faith. If we really understand the adoption slash the inheritance that God has for us. If we really feel adopted, if we really understand, I really don't want to say feeling because feeling you might not feel adopted. Right. right. And that really doesn't matter how you feel. Yeah. If you accept the adoption, I like that word. Yeah. If you accept the, the adoption, if you accept the inheritance that goes with the adoption. Can we talk about our rich uncle again? We can. Let's talk about the rich uncle because we talked about this. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. If you have a rich uncle and he decides to make you his heir, are you going to turn down the money? No. No, not going to turn it down. If he says, I want you to do my work, I want you to carry on my business and this is what it's going to be for you. You're going to be you're going to be rich because you're doing You're continuing on a very rich business. Okay, that's us. God has this rich business, this rich history, and we are in the family business and we can carry this on. We can have confidence to know this is our job here. And he's given us the boldness to walk in that, which comes from his spirit. Yes. Right. Yes. Knowing and that his spirit has been given to us as a deposit or as a guarantee of that inheritance. Very good stuff. So now we're going to look at one more passage of scripture, which again, I'm going to ask you to read Angie. I think this is awesome stuff. And I think this will kind of bring this to a culmination of our responsibility and what that looks like to have confidence Not arrogance, but confidence in that inheritance that Christ has purchased for us. We're in 2 Corinthians 3, and Angie, if you could read verses 11 and 12. And I love this because it goes back to what we've been talking about ever since the beginning when we started Identity, is knowing that we are a new creation. It says, so if the old way, which has been replaced, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new, which remains forever, since this new way gives us such 
confidence, we can be very bold. Now, I know that in this context, they're talking about the law and how the old system has gone away, but the new system is replaced. But it also is very much personal because out with the old and in with the new, right. this is the same right. thing as that we're facing as a new creation. Once we accept Christ, we are accepting this new covenant. And we can be bold about that, right? I think so. Right. Because um, our boast, as Paul says, my boast is in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so is there anything wrong with boasting in the Lord? Paul did that all the time, right? Yeah. He's not boasting in his flesh. He said, I don't boast in my flesh. I don't boast in my ministry. I boast in my weakness, yet in my weakness, he Correct. is strong, right? Yes, and so absolutely. I'm boasting in that fact. And so really, it's like, to me, it's the old saying that we've heard so many times, probably before. It's like, we're just one beggar helping another beggar find bread, <laughs> right? And that's really what it looks like. Like, hey, I found the rich uncle, yeah. per se, right? <laughs> I want to put this into practical, everyday I'm going to the store and God prompts me to talk to a person. Yes. Take me from there. Continuing on with your story, Angie. And I say this, like if you have that rich uncle and he's adopted you, let's say that rich uncle and aunt couldn't have children. Mm -hmm. They couldn't do it, but they adopted you because they wanted children. And then he comes to you. The rich uncle says, Angie, you know what? I want to adopt more children. And I have plenty of money. Would you help me find more children to adopt? Mm. And like, how exciting would that be to take that message out and say, hey, my rich uncle is looking for more children. Think about it in, in God's context, because as we talked about last week, we're not just automatically children of God from the standpoint we have to be born again. Right. Mm-hmm. And so once you are, it's like, listen, my daddy Father God, Abba Father wants to adopt you. Yeah. And he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. That excitement, that promise, receiving that promise is what we can take to people who would not be interested in that, right? And it's not just, it. it's focusing back or refocusing, we called it last week, on the things above, the eternal things yeah. and sharing people from an eternal perspective what's available to us as children of God. Uh, Yes. And and that's the whole thing. That's the whole reason why we talk about this today. We want you to know your identity, to accept your identity, live in it, and then boldly and confidently share your identity with someone who is feeling lost and not part of a family. And that has holes, you know, the people that are hurting. Yeah. And Angie, you know, that goes to hopelessness right away. When I heard you say that, Mm -hmm. I heard the word hopeless because there are so many people out there that are absolutely hopeless. And what does that do? If nothing else, it brings hope to a person's life who is suffering from hopelessness. Absolutely. Now that is the challenge. Be bold, be courageous and go out. You are listening to Time to Revive. We've been hanging out in a couple of different scriptures. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 11 and 12 is what we just finished up on. This has been a very rich conversation. I hope you guys will continue to dig into your identity in Christ. And again, have that confidence, have that boldness that you are God's heir and that you can share this message. And he's going to put those right people in the right place. It's time now for our testimony. 
This is Mark Bird from Time to Revive, and I am out and about again today. And we have the privilege and honor of having a very good friend of mine and a very good team member of mine with Revive Ohio. His name is Josh Lehman. And when we talk about this, uh, Josh is the first guy that comes to my mind because Josh and I have lots of conversations about our identity in Christ because we need to know that. And nobody can really articulate that better, I think, than Josh Lehman can. And so, Josh, welcome to the show today. Thank you. We now realize our identity in Christ. We know who we are in Christ, right? And, of course, what God's desire, what Christ's desire for us being his body, his church, is for us to go tell others about this. Josh, how do you take this identity that you are entwined with, right? And how does that compel you to go out into the communities and share the gospel, that identity? How do you go about that process, Josh? I just start speaking it out because I see other people as potential. I see the potential in them. I see the potential to to be like Christ because I know that, that Jesus paid the price once and for all. He's not paying it again. He's not... He didn't pay it for some and not for others. He paid it for all, and he did it for once and for all. And he did it for all sin. He did it for all. So when I look at people, I see the potential because I see Christ in them. Even if he's not fully alive in them yet, I can begin to speak, and I believe the Spirit inside of them begins to start listening. I may not even be speaking on a level that they understand, but I'm speaking spiritual truth. And it's going in and it's awakening things inside of them because people just, it's an encouraging word. It's, it's the word of God. And so, yeah, I just started, I start speaking the things that maybe they can't see and I don't see, but I see them in Christ. And I know that they're not, they're not necessarily who they think they are if they're living under, you know, an identity of maybe being a, a drug addict or, or somebody struggling with addiction or anger or something, that's not an identity. It's a principality and a power, and we have to know that. And I think especially the body of Christ, because it's going to bring unity. It's going to bring, I mean, it really glorifies God. And I think we live in a lot of fear that, you know, well, if we live this way, then, you know, it will get prideful. Well, the Spirit of God is not prideful. So I don't I don't think we need to fear that, but it's just... The potential, I think, is what I would say. When you have that perspective, you can see potential when other people can't see it. And you're not, you're not really focused on yourself. You're just focused on other people knowing who they are in Christ because cause they're living under dominion of darkness or dominion that's not theirs to live under. But there's freedom in our identity in Christ. Amen. Hey, Josh. I guess my next follow-up question would be to that is, I know that you have a heart for people, but do you ever lose your nerve? And how does your identity help you to just remember that it's okay to share your faith? Yeah, for sure. Because I think knowing that I'm, I'm united with Christ and just knowing that my identity is in Him, it helps me to, I mean, I used to be an introvert. I wouldn't walk up and talk to anybody. But now I know that because I'm in Christ, Christ is the most important person in the world. It's the Spirit. So I see that I'm a needed part. We need God, but He needs us, too, uh, because He's chosen it that way. You know, he, He's chosen to use man 
to reach other people. He's chosen to use man on this earth to be his vessel, to be his temple. So when you have that right perspective, you know that you go out in the power of God and, and you're not, you're not going to lose that. You're not going to mess that up. It's him. And it's always about him. And I think that's where our identity in Christ, it just, you know, it does, it does help me to be bolder in that it doesn't matter if I look dumb or it doesn't matter what I say. If I'm loving on them, that's my identity. These are fantastic answers. Thanks so much, Josh, for taking the time to, to talk to us today and to give your perspective on identity. Mark, anything else you want to say? Yeah, I just uh, I want to thank you for your time, Josh. And I love the way you articulate that, because I'll just share this. You, you would never share this about yourself, Josh. But I know sometimes it's hard to hear this and, and believe it. Like, you mean you don't waver in that, you know, but I can tell you from personal experience, I watch Josh uh, city to city and the man is even <laughs> like he's even keel, like he's not moved. He's not phased. He's not budged. I've never heard him say, wow, it was really discouraging today. Or wow, I really felt rejected today. He just comes back and says, well, we just shared Christ today and we planted seeds today and God's going to bring the increase. And I love that, Josh. So I just Amen. wanted to add that. I thought it was really important because um, sometimes it's hard to, to see that because there are those of us that are like doubting Thomas and uh, we need to see to believe, but Josh, you're uh, you're just a good, blessed brother who understands his identity in Christ and walks in the fullness of it. So, Josh, thanks for your time today and joining us here. And uh, I'm Mark Bird, and you've been listening to Time to Revive. Thanks for listening to Time to Revive. This show has been brought to you by Shine FM and Revive Ohio. More information about this program at shinefmohio.com. We're community-supported Shine FM.